Damn, we're in good place. We're in a good spot. Dude, we're such a football. Dave, the trophy lives if we win it at your place. Whatever. If you say so. I. Is that like an impressive trophy? It's not bad. It's better than a poop trophy. This is true. You have... I say I want the trophy in your house. Because you've had to deal with the... Why don't you take the trophy and split it in half? And split it. Give half to each That'll go really well. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Dinosaur Machines Game Club Podcast, where you are the listener. This is episode 153. I'm one of your hosts, Mark Macro, and joining me today, two perky pirates who can hold their breath longer than 10 minutes, more or less, mm-hmm. Dave Grimma. That's me. Question. Question. Is that an inside joke from one of the older games, or is that one that I missed? It's a recurring joke Uh, from all the games. (laughs) Yes, your your history with the Monkey Islands, that is much. It's different. Right. It's different. It's different. And it it ranges. That's that's the fun joke. No, I haven't played any of them. Oh, there we go. (laughs) You've never um, beaten uh, Monkey Island, right? With this one? Yeah. A single uh, Monkey Island. No, I've never beaten one. Um, I've never... I remember the club. You, I remember watching you play the remaster of the original Monkey Island in your mom's basement, and I don't. I assumed that you didn't finish that game. I, I remember it. in your mom's basement. That's a very good memory because I feel like I started it there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we put it on my computer, wasn't it? What's the carpet situation in your mom's basement? Really? Uh, the whole thing. Whole thing. It that like sounds thick? like a statement that like. You're asking a different question than the one that. No, it I don't sounds think it's like. the whole thing because I think that there's a behind section where there's closet and laundry room, but it's not. There's carpet. concrete back there. Yeah. But I also also hear Dan's point, whereas I replay that comment in my mind, not appropriate. What's but what the is situation appropriate? Your mom's basement. <laughs> <laughs> what is appropriate is this podcast where we'll be talking about Return to Monkey Island. That is the game we're playing right now. We're talking not, about Monkey Island. We're talking about Monkey Island. And no and off-color I wish, jokes. I just wanted to picture mother. Dan's mother's basement. Because picture I feel nothing like about my mother. No. no I think no. it's She was tan. a lovely woman from what I remember. Get her out of your head. <laughs> All right. To perch her from my head, I'm going to... drive put, to your house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put Dave Grimm on my head and put the mic to him. How are you, buddy boy? How are things? I'm all right. My whole house is sick and my life has just become avoiding the sickness it's not COVID. You gotta it's, get... not, it's just a bad cold that now everyone else has but not me but i'm supposed to get my wisdom teeth out on tuesday oh. two days two days from now and um i've already had to reschedule it twice i'm like i don't want to get sick and have to reschedule it a third time i'm just trying to avoid getting sick the teeth that's my that's that's the game of my life that i still think it was funny you thought you would be able to record a podcast right after getting your wisdom teeth taken out I think I don't, I could, I don't I think no, you it was challenge mode. Doing, I just like get the tone. He was like, "I will do it." It's just like because you like, said I can't. It's like when people play Dark Souls like on DDR pads. They're like, "I could." I remember watching Solaria do it. Yeah, it's intense. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I don't but, know why people would do that, but I guess it's just the same reason somebody would want to get a. Pot, it's post. like you like you like something so much that you're and you feel like you've mastered it. You might as well like show off and do some weird challenge because like, um, perhaps playing it again normal is just not, you know, worth it. You're not getting the same He's ready for a podcast. He's right because you also could be a loopy on the drugs. Could you imagine? You're just, I mean. <laughs> Let me tell you about this game I played called. I mean, how Wisdom. long am I gonna be on drugs for? They're gonna they're gonna knock me out. 
Nah, it probably wouldn't be that long. But I do remember that was that was a good ride home. Great ride home when I got my wisdom teeth taken out. Yeah, man. top five I, drive homes. I really. Yeah, I'm not excited about my parents driving me home and then having getting the the opportunity to ask weird things and me to respond in an odd way and then having to Ooh, hear about it later. That's also true. That could be very I, uh, bad for you. <laughs> I don't like. I don't like that part of of sedation. I want to be like, oh, that's the best part. it's silly, <laughs> not a true serum. Do not take advantage. <laughs> well, definitely don't bring it up as an opportunity. Yeah. That's something I would He's have. not going to no. know not to. If anything, this concern. No, I mean, like, he's saying don't bring it up ahead of time to give them ideas. Yeah, oh. definitely don't do that. Yeah. Do you have your wisdom teeth, Dad? Yeah. Smart oh, guy. Am I the only one? I'm the only one unwisdomed? Well, right now, I suppose. I guess so. I heard then. Well, it'll be fine. It'll be good. Just yeah. don't get sick. Yeah. wear a mask inside the house see yeah. that is the thing post covid it is totally the the amount of mask wearing scenarios much broader now yeah oh yeah like, yeah I mean, now i'm always like when kids don't wear masks and they're vaguely ill i'm like why aren't you wearing a mask kid you don't care about me and i'll cough in their face but i won't do that no i would <laughs> never do, do that, that. <laughs> then i started playing love uh, vermintide too since we got mm. it it's all right how is it it's all right it's I played the tutorial. I'm not blown away, but I know I need to play it with people. Yeah. It's Swiggies. I know people, a lot of people, like, online, uh, you know. (laughs) As you eye roll. (laughs) I mean, it's like the people with the the best best multiplayer experience since Left 4 Dead 2, you know? I love Left 4 Dead. Do you think we'll ever get past that? I mean, mean, maybe. It's Vermintide 2 is a lot like Left 4 Dead. It has a lot of those because they have like the specials that do weird things and you're like, get this thing off me, you know, (laughs) and you're just helpless and you need your teammate to come save you. See, this just makes me think like Back for Blood was kind of wasn't bad, but have we just moved on from a place where that's we expect more? I don't know. I I mean, like, I, uh, I mean, I like I liked Back for Blood. I liked Back for Blood. Back for Blood is getting more content soon. Apparently. But I don't know why we would go back and play it. For why blood. We? For blood. <laughs> we go back. For blood. Right. <laughs> what are you talking about, man? Because there's new scenarios to go through. I don't like, know. Like, there's a jukebox scenario. I think scenario, we're just in a there's... different place gaming. Maybe that's what it is. Because that's like, not to spoil conversations about Monkey Island, but that was another thing I was thinking about this game. It's mm. like, am I just in a different place when I expect certain oh, things? Man. To a different point to hit Preface. on later. Um, but yeah, no, we'll play Vermintide. I just, I'll, I have to at least explore it. Give it's it an old right? college try. If you get the middle tier one, whatever that is, uh, extra? The extra. Oh. One. If you are, if you are a, a PlayStation Not. Plus extra person, it's free. Mid-tier. Or you can buy it for $30, which is the price that it costs to move from yeah, for regular like the PlayStation next year. Plus to I might extra. have it already. Is it cross-platform? Vermintide? I know it's on other platforms. I know it's on. I don't know if it's cross-platform. I didn't see any opportunity to join other, like, people avenues. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I see know. It. See that? That's how they get you. Where it's just like you could do this, or you could just join the service. I mean, I joined and the service, and now I have Stray because I didn't buy Stray before, and now I have it. There you go. So for two, price two, of two right games, there. the price of one. <laughs> uh, and actually, there's uh, like hundreds. I am annoyed though at that classic list. I was really hoping they would like churn a lot out. I keep watching those lists. There's nothing that I'm like, oh, I definitely want to play that. There's like Wild Arms. It's like it. Mm. Everything else. I've been really waiting for Dragoon. Kind of hoping that comes back. Mm. Love to play through that game again. 
Legend of? Yeah, I don't know if it'll hit Legend the same, of. though. I'm sure it'll be terrible. Volcano Rush! Volcano Rush! Wow, that's a phrase I have not thought of in like, forever. But, um... All right, well, I hope you stay well. Yeah. What about you, Dana? What's the Destiny update? You did a dungeon and you didn't die. Is that what it is? All right, Mark, how's your, how's your gaming going lately? <laughs> yeah. No, I did two dungeons. I did the one we did together, which you guys, like, purged from your brain. The Pit of uh, Heresy. Oh, uh, Pit of Heresy. Um, it was the hype dungeon. So that's like a, like a metal band name. It does. Uh, I did that one without dying, and I think it's notoriously more difficult than the one that I did tonight, which was actually the one I was more excited to do, called Prophecy Dungeon. Mm -hmm. This is the time of the season in Destiny where you kind of... Which one is the Prophecy Dungeon? Did I do that with you? The one that's like pink. No, I don't think I did that. We did the one with the hive, right? The musical artist? I did the one with the hive where... Oh, Grasp of Avarice, did you do with me? Me and TJ did that weird stuff in order to get that um i think we got a uh, um exotic bow from it eventually that's the shattered realm okay the shattered throne that's the shattered realm dave that's what we that got that makes sense <laughs> and we had to do that yeah. big long fight with the with the Wizard. warlock witch whatever it's called yep and like you have to do stuff in a, in a certain order yep to drop the shield i remember yep. that yeah they killed stupid crystals yeah it's lame. Oh, so we did oh. that. That that's not the one, but that is okay. one we did. And then you, me, and Mark did the Pit of Heresy together. And okay. then I just did it alone without dying. Good for that's you. Hard. That was the and, yeah. I imagine you do it how hard was it pin? to do? What was the hardest part? Was it the, the spikes? platforming? Or yeah, remember that the... with the spikes and you die like a million times. Yeah, I was gonna say how the, you had to not die during that whole platforming sequence. Yeah, that was that was a not fun. Expert. Yeah, <laughs> it was difficult. Then when I did that, I was like, well, if I could do this. I could do the prophecy dungeon, which is yeah, one and then I like it was that. and like and like the the hardest parts I remember were the platforming portion, and that part where you just have to like, you know, protect the ghosts while you like decode something. It's like half a destiny. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you have identified a major loop in the game. Um, but besides that, uh, now yeah. that I did this, this is sort of yeah, what does that mean now? Conversation we just had. Um, at this moment, I can um. Focus on other games. Oh, <laughs> being sure. not. You <laughs> <laughs> saying? Well, no. At, as of today, okay. and um, I'm gonna start playing God of War. I think soon. Um, Ooh. I've also been enjoying Cyberpunk. Yeah, that's, that's true. I, I enjoy our like, our Cyberpunk sessions. Like I've started like playing it now without us because I want to get us to big big story beats. But I'm doing like side missions on my own. Mm. I feel like that'll level me up, and then when we go do a story mission, I'll be reflecting bullets off of the anything. I'll be so high level. <laughs> you just like run looking at the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Listener, for a small amount of context, there's a move in Cyberpunk yeah, that a... allows you to ricochet bullets and it gives you like a puzzle bobble style guide that shows you where yeah, you the can, bullet's like, going to go. You can snood headshots. <laughs> snood. When I shot the gas tank in, or the, I don't know, pipe that was in that club yeah. off of a ricochet, I was like, this isn't the way like, I play. This, is, this happening. is this is it. From now on, only Peggle. <laughs> it's yeah. like you're becoming a Mega Man villain. It's like Ricochet. <laughs> ricochet man. The uh, <laughs> puzzle bobble music literally did start playing in my head when I saw that guide. Um, do I don't know if I know bobble? the puzzle bobble music. I think I when I played it was called Bust a Move too. Super Bust a right? Move. Bust a Groove? No, Bust a Groove is different. No, Bust a Groove is different. Oh. And let <laughs> me tell you. Excited. 
People were confused in the PlayStation era about that specifically. Yeah, but Bust a Move 2 definitely is a sequel to Puzzle Bobble, right? Because I, so. I think it has the little dinosaur. Yeah, there's also a 2D side scroller with them. Which is not you're even about, the same. You're talking about Bubble Bobble? <laughs> I feel like I'm going to pass out. Are you talking about a Booba da Baba? No, Puzzle Bobble. I thought. Is it Bubble Bobble or about Puzzle Bobble? Bubble Bobble. <laughs> Sorry, you say it good. I think, I think it's called Bubble Bobble. <laughs> Bubble Bobble Bob. Bubble. The Bobbiting. <laughs> right? Isn't it? That's not the name I think of I game? might need to. No, it is. I just, I'm just laughing because I'm not sure. And I, But like when you know, when you bubble, say all these words bubble. together, you know what it's game you're talking about. Yeah, those things. Yeah, I got it. I feel like they're just in general, the amount of bobbling in games, not enough. Need more. Enough puzzling. Not enough bobbling. <laughs> not enough bobbling. We need more Too bobbling. Too much puzzling. But yeah, glad... those have been my updates, and I'm excited to. This is like okay. my. I, I, I'm what I'm thinking. Tell With Destiny things. now, mm. I want to play it less frequently, mm-hmm. more often, so that I can play. <laughs> I don't understand that sentence. Whoa! Wait I want to play frequently, it less frequently, more often. more often. Like a check-in for a less apart, more times, every day, but for less time. <laughs> no? I put it in the. Ch- I put it in the chat that Discord now has. What I just said. No, bubble, 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 bubble. bubble. Oh, oh. Uh. Um, no, like, you know, I got other games I want to play, so I'll, like, play those some nights instead of Destiny. Yeah. You, could, you could... Well, I still want to play Gen Zero, I'm just saying. I know Dave didn't like it. I don't like I, it. I had a good time with it. I mean, it was fun, for sure. I mean, yeah. It was, I just want to get more fun I, later I on. was happy to have the opportunity to play it with you guys. The, the, you could just tell, though. Dave and I were going to play, play and the FOMO hit you real hard. And you're like, oh. It's okay. <laughs> Sometimes it's so, good to to. Yeah, sometimes, to just, sometimes, sometimes I'm willing to play pay, the admission price of a game just to hang out with my buddies. Yeah, man, you know? budsing out. Well, on the topic of budsing out and bop 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 bopping bubble bubble. Um, I actually had a weird last month. I had a, like a lot of stop and starts, like game like let me try this and see. And I don't. Um, one was Shovel Knight uh, Pocket Dungeon, which mm-hmm. is kind of like a puzzle. It's a puzzle. Shovel Knight I don't Dig? know if it's like the same. No, the one that was like it's like a uh, grid. It's kind of like what what's the Mario with phone? the pills? Wario Doctor Mario. That guy. Well, maybe it's not even like that. I don't know. But you got this grid, and you play as a knight, and there's like all this stuff falling, and you gotta like destroy things then they get when they touch certain things it'll make other things get destroyed it's a mobile and game right it, no it, i played it on playstation you're talking play is, you're, you're, are you saying that it's like dr robotnik's mean bean machine great game probably in some realm of that which is uh which is, what is that's a classic game what is the name of that game um it we have it uh dan it's uh what is it's tetris blah Effect? No, not Tetris Effect. Tetris Slash. No, not Effect. Sorry. Tetris 90s. Mark, you don't know the game. Stop saying it. (laughs) Dan, Tetris Slash this. Tetris and Poyo Poyo Pop. Poyo Poyo. I'm saying Poyo 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 is a classic uh, game type. It's very similar to Dr. Mario. That's like a match four type thing. And if they touch four, yeah. Mm. So it's like like that? that. Yeah. And... I actually, by default, like, they keep coming, yeah. so you have to, like, kind of make decisions. But you can have, like, you can change the settings where things only start moving when you move, so it's, like, you could really actually think of it like a puzzle game. But I don't know if you're, like, meant to play it like that. That um, sounds like easy mode. 
Well, it, it becomes then very like, okay, let me look at the score. And I move one and everything changes. Okay, let me look at that. Where am I doing? Okay. Um, I don't know. Couldn't get into it. Tried it. Mm. I wanted to like it. Didn't like it that much. Um, Fatal Frame, colon, Maiden of Blackwater. Never played a Fatal Frame game, but it was Halloween. So it was like, let me find a spooky. And it was, I don't know. I thought like the combat with the camera, I liked the idea of it, but it wasn't as like tense as I thought it would be. It's a lot of just like them flopping around and you change the lenses. I don't know. I know by reputation that one is not supposed to be like a good one. So I would, I'm not off of the series, but I wasn't blown away by it. These ghosts are flopping around way too much. They flop and they go in the walls and then like they come at you, but it's like they're is not really jump scares? Like how do they try to scare you? There's a few things where they kind of pop out of nowhere, but I don't know, like, and the, the story is actually, like, really dark. It's like all these people, like, killing like themselves, it, and it's, it's like, oh, this is very dark. But, eh, it was, and it was a very, it's a technically a Wii U game that they ported. Feels like a Wii U game, a mm. little bit. Um, and then I had this game on my radar for, like, ever, and I finally tried to deliver us the moon. It's like a first-person puzzle, story-driven thing where... Uh, like it's climate change post and like energy is a huge thing and that we're getting energy from the moon and suddenly we lose like contact with them and everyone's like done but you get there to try to figure out what happened to the thing and for a very story heaven like heavy game with like it's all about the voice acting and the story like that kind of felt short a little bit like wasn't the best voice acting I didn't love the script so after a few hours, it's like, eh, I'm just, you know, like, oh, I forget which one of you was saying it the other day, but it's like, there's that, oh, I think it was Dave, you were saying, it's like, I'd rather do the dishes. It's like, mm. you just kind of listen to your body. It's like, oh, I know I have time to play right now, but let me, you like linger doing other things. Mm-hmm. You're like, I don't actually like this game. Yeah. Uh, so I give that up too. But two games I stuck with, uh, I played this a while ago, I would, Ender Lilies, colon, Quietus of the Nights. Isn't that a little 2D side-scroller fighting game? Yes, well, uh, loved loved it. Thought it was so game. good. Um, it's got it's like a very like it's very hard. Mm. And what's kind of cool about it, it actually reminded me Deep Cut of the PS3 launch game Folklore. I don't know if you either have heard PS3 of it. PS3 launch launch game. game. Great game. I actually have my tattoo on my side actually has concept art from it. It's not related to the game, but I just like the concept art. I was like, this kind of fits that. Um, but what's cool about Ender Lilies is you play like this little like girl priestess and you're going through this like blighted world. Everything's like dark and scary and you get these spirits as your attacks. So you act, you control the girl, but you're not actually ever attacking. When you hit an attack button, the spirit will appear and then do an attack. And some are like AOE, some are very direct. So like you can then kind of create a loadout, which kind of mixes and matches certain things for certain scenarios that works really well. Um, very, like I said, super, super hard, but it got to that point where it was like, it felt really rewarding to clear areas and things like that. So loved it, really enjoyed it, platinumed it. Um, and then, yeah, I think this was the game on your radar, Anno Mutatinim. Anno, you, yeah. I don't know what that, that name is supposed Mutination to be. or something like that? It's sounded like Mutination? a... Mutination? Mutant. Mutatinim. Mutatinim. Mutation, I don't know. Mutation. Whatever that game is. Um, we just lost but, half the listeners. <laughs> they don't know what they're saying. Um, love the art style. It was like this idea. It's kind of like this 2D pixelation, but it's in this three-dimensional space, but things are also pixelated. And I was 
consistently blown away as you go through these areas. There's all these unique looking NPCs that look like they could be like a protagonist or a main character, but they're just like people on the streets. Mm -hmm. And there's so many of them. I was very impressed by that. Um, Story is kind of nonsense and meh, but very fun to play. I like the combat. It's kind of like you explore areas and you, you find items and you can get into quests and stuff. But then when it's like combat, you get into, it's basically becomes 2d and then it's kind of like slashy and dodges and stuff like that. Um, could have get into the story, but really like the combat and the look of it. So play through the whole way. Um, and now I have also started God of War, not that mm. far into it yet. Only like three hours or so. Not blown away yet. Mm-hmm. It got very good reviews. <clears throat> yeah. Everyone seems to love it. It looks like it's going to carry your fantasy critic win oh i i destroyed this year did you guys see the sports story has like a release date does it it's coming out this year i I picked it back up unless somebody made some other transactions just to try and make it more yes um, you i appreciate you filled out a roster because i feel like i'm just i i posted that gif of uh yeah throwing the thing yeah (laughs) see it's literally just kind of like the three of us now and i'm just like well all right this is Mm. how it is but i'm i'm my lineup is peach peach it is but I, i'm curious if you start playing it that i want to know what you think because i don't think it's like bad and it reminds me again like of like production value like it's such like a high quality game mm-hmm. i i just feel like i actually remember when i was playing ghost of tsushima all the way back in the day like it took me a little while to get in and i suspect this is going to be the same way as well i'm just starting to get into the flow of okay i'm getting to an area and this is where the main story goes, but mm-hmm. then there's all these side areas I can go to. I can start getting items. I'm just starting to get to that, so I think once I kind of mm-hmm. sink my teeth into it there, but... If I wanted to, like, maybe I'll wait until you're further in. If I God wanted to, as someone who didn't enjoy the original God of Wars... Like the the, the old, old one. Yeah. yeah. You'd think I could handle or would enjoy jumping into this one. I do. I mean, it's so different. It's yeah, these, totally these a different play, style. These game. last two are very different from the original three. They're much more like mature. I would say it's like, it's just, you know, like old Kratos was just like, bah! and you know, like I'm he's not a nice person yeah. and it was all about the spectacle and things like that. And that's still here. Yeah. But Kratos is just like tired he's a and broken. <laughs> and I do find just from that like it's just so much like even like the the opening scene of ragnarok like you could just tell like there's the writing has really gone into a much more mature direction and i think absolutely but i also i don't know like i i would not be shocked if you did if you didn't love ghost of tsushima i don't know if you would love this i didn't give ghost tsushima much of a chance i play i play ghost of tsushima for like five to ten minutes and it was like this is too involved i was like, I, I honestly, was like that's why like i i would not be shocked if you did the same thing with god of war well, because it does take a little while to like start so, fitting all the pieces yeah. together i As... you know what i finally installed yesterday oh was horizon zero dawn hmm. i'm like i'm I gonna play it i'm gonna play it I, well they're apparently remastering it so if you wait what no i'm gonna I, play it <laughs> As I it was, as play it, absolutely play it. <laughs> Becky played Forbidden West twice. I love Forbidden West. I, feel, yeah. I I have no understanding why people like give it so much crap. I think it was so good. Because it. it wasn't the game they wanted. I don't know. I guess not. Probably because it was better writing, and they're like, well, now 
Yeah, um, that story is so cool. Like, should I, I just, but I hmm. should play Zero Dawn before I play Forbidden West. Oh, right? absolutely. Right. Yeah. So I'm, I'm I think you're you're you would be dripping yourself. I'm ready. Just to, I'm ready to play. I, I mean, it's not like it's not like hard game, but I think the combat is. It's just it's fun knocking off those little components. And you're like, it's like you could create your own little strategies and things like, sure. You could make it like you could be really I understand what you're saying. Them. <laughs> All these things. You'll say what you got to do. Basically, it rewards you for being precise in your combat. That's all. Like, But like even like the way it's like every bot, every enemy is really kind of like a little puzzle that you could mm. kind of, you could just blunt force it mm. and just like so smash like things. Shadow of the Colossus, but less serious. Less sad. <laughs> yeah. I mean like less, but I mean but less serious is like you can't, you can't brute force uh, an enemy in Shadow of the Colossus. You have to solve it. You right. have to solve it. Yeah. Where I'm saying, you're, you're apparently you could brute force something in Horizon Zero Dawn, but if you do solve the puzzle, it might be more rewarding and more faster. Yeah, you know, it's like, it's like if you... I mean, like, it's not like every enemy, but like the sure. larger ones. It's like you can use a tripwire, and then you knock them down, and that gives you an easier shot to get to primary components. Then, you, you know, are going to do more damage. And, like... Also, like, when you're, like, making items and stuff, it's, like, you need certain components of certain creatures. So if you do brute force it, you might not get that because oh, you're not sure. knocking that piece off. Um, but it's, like, do that again, do you need that gear? Because it's not that hard. So it's, like, do you, why are you going through all this effort anyway? Love For style guys, points. Love style well, points or something. One last <laughs> note style. on uh, God of War and Ghost of Tsushima. Um, as somebody who will play Ghost of Tsushima again, I did not mm. put God of War down after I started it. Um, I think the combat makes it so much more um, just hard to put down. You know, it's goes, it's it's very like I don't want to say like junk foody. Oh, it's, it's, no, it feels it's, very viscerally totally satisfying. It's, it's very satisfying. Throwing the Leviathan axe and just calling it back just for the heck of it is fun. Like and in Ragnarok, they do this thing now where. Don't do too much. All your attacks, no, it's not this way. All your attacks um, have like tiered systems. So the more you use them, the better they get. Oh, oh I always so love really, that. Yeah, like that really encourages you to then use all the different things, use these different attacks. But then it, it gets a little distracting then because I'm like, if I'm against a hard enemy, it's like I can't just beat you. I have to do the running R1 attack and then use my whole triangle. Another line. thing, so, yeah, about it is like the characters is so much more. Ghost of Tsushima is a great game. It's a different game than God of War. The characters mm. are so much more likable in God of War. There's a lot of le levity that you There's never had. Like, of... Oh, it's like like, like Mamir. I forgot how much I like him. The, oh God, the two the... gnomes, right? Dwarves? Uh, uh, Brock and Sindri. Are great. Very good they upgrade your stuff, though. Dave. And they're great. And good, good, good characters. Yeah, all right. But no, I think, I think if you're going to know that, I'd start with Horizon. And that's why I'd actually where I was going with this. I'm very curious to see how the game of the year shakes up i think uh, i think gonna, i what else would it be it's gotta be elden ring i think elden i really hope you don't think is. There, you don't think there's gonna be a recency bias oh i think i actually no let me take that back i think god of war actually absolutely has a good chance of winning mm. but as everything i've as a sony pony i would easily give it the elden ring right now i just think that game is but see i hope horizon at least gets nominated because that was this year. That was a great game. No, you don't think it's going to be God of War just from recency bias. I, I don't know. Like, I don't know. And if... also hype bias. When Elden Ring came out, like, everyone was, like, like everyone was talking about it. Like, mm -hmm. people who don't talk about games talked about it. Oh, yeah. Like, it was pretty much a phenomenon in that way. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I'm curious. Let's see it. We'll, we'll have to see how it shakes out. Like, you know, Ron 
doesn't play Dark Souls games, and he played Elden Ring like twice and a half times. Like yeah, <laughs> like I just it hit a, and even like with sales, I think it it's still I think it's still the best selling game of 2022. Yeah. Like it hit a it hit a level that like hit it. Too, yeah. You know it's so funny too because it's always like oh Souls games are too hard. Like that's why it's always gonna like kind of cap them about how mm. much an audience mm-hmm. it can reach. It's like nope, <laughs> that, didn't, that didn't work how about, out. How about we can actually have porcine on dose? You know I don't speak Spanish. <laughs> no. No, I know. Anchorman. Tonight's the <laughs> night of early two thousands movies quotes. Great, it was a good time. All yeah. those classic Will Ferrell movies. Anyway, that's what I'm doing. Let us now segue blah, 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 to. <laughs> Topic. Please note that the spoiler light has been turned on. Very spoilers incoming. Thank you. Declan. Yeah. Main topic. Please uh-huh. turn. Look at him pulling Island. up the Steam description. Look at him pulling it up on the. I've never seen it live. Here, uh, well, uh, so glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> return to Monkey Island is an unexpected. Thrilling return to the series of the series creator Ron Gilbert that continues the story of legendary adventure games. I dare say that's one of the worst Steam descriptions. It's not good. Can, can you give me a second? Not like actual break, like like while we're lo- doing it live thing. Let me just. You're looking for a different. I'm looking up for a different one. Like their website doesn't have it's okay whoa return to monkey one. island hello i was told I there was the, a I video game trailer to be watched never mind it's like flash playing on your thing it's not like graphics oh this is the game itself playing right now because it's how <laughs> anyway um popularly used to define text for this product are adventure point and click and one pretty obvious tag pirates um grog They've got it. Oh, was it really? Pirates. It was pirates. <laughs> pirates. Just, this game is in the pirate genre. <laughs> I need a pirate game. Yeah. Yeah. They're going. Everyone they're really this game. extreme with the with the with the tags. You you are starting to gain a, not an unlogged winning ratio. An unlogged. I'm, I'm still. <laughs> I'm trying not to. You like, know, like <laughs> like Dave wins. No one gets points. Like that's pretty yeah. much. <laughs> <laughs> we know karma points. He's he's racking them up. I mean, I'm starting to. Maybe I should start to. You know, but no, I don't what, think we did another official, unofficial. Yeah, <laughs> great better one because the bar. No offense, Dave, is low this time. So, oh boy, but that was a he read it from a card, Dave. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You it's can pull card. <laughs> okay, <clears throat> grab your grog and venture back to Melee Island for the latest Monkey Island installment. This time around, there's a slightly different perspective as the story is being told from the retrospective of a retired adult Guybrush retelling a past adventure to his son, Boybrush. <laughs> That's what it's called. <laughs> I only know this because April and Natalie paused the game and you can look at the previous said phrases and uh, in the uh, in the like the quotes, it says Boybrush. That's pretty great. I love that on so many levels. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, (laughs) This, what feels like final story, is full of nostalgia, but purposefully tinged with how impossible it is to cling to the past in an ever-changing world. 
It has all the ludicrous puzzles and jokes as you would expect in a Monkey Island game. And there is plenty of everyone's favorite rival slash enemy slash frenemy in LeChuck. But mm. where this one um, falls in the hierarchy of Monkey Island games in the Monkey Island games catalog is up for debate. However, oh my this, <laughs> this game is truly an ode to the history of the franchise. If you're a fan of point and click adventures or would like to dabble in one, check out Return to the Return to Monkey Island. But newcomers are likely to miss out on some of the callbacks and references to the earlier titles. Rated D for you fight like a dairy farmer. Wow, you went you went through all the things. Is, this, <laughs> all is, the this is Dave's. We're in Dave's home right now. That is Dave's home. I believe that's Dave's, that's Dave's soapbox. I think the second thing I learned about Dave is that he loves Monkey Island. That's the second thing. What was the first thing? I work with this guy named Dave. Oh, okay. <laughs> he has the Metal Gear Solid desktop background. He's coming. And he had a, a Zelda mug. He's, yeah, <laughs> this guy's got the holy combo of uh, he's got Zelda and Mugasal, probably best friends. Best friends. Turns out it's true. Hey, uh, you want best friend? <laughs> hey, you want a nice chef mug background on your computer? All right. <laughs> he, just started, he just pours it on your shoe. Well, <laughs> going to the things you said, Dave, I think you hit on I think a lot of big, big points, which the first one I want to tackle is this idea of this game being, while a separate game in a lot of ways is an ode slash remake slash remix of the last one, which I actually didn't even realize as I was going through, because as the game starts off, you know, you point to like you are with Boybrush and it is now this retelling of essentially mm-hmm. Monkey Island 2. Yeah. The puzzles are different, and you, as you kind of, well, maybe even just kind of take this section by section. So the first kind of big chapter, okay. Just like the old game, we need to get a ship and we have to get a crew and do yeah. it. And obviously, it plays out differently, but yeah, which is something you've done in most of the Monkey Island games. You need to get a ship and a crew. So, did you see that as nostalgic, or did that kind of feel like a really we're doing this again? This is, um, this is yeah, I I thought it was really leaning in to um. I think it really leaned into the uh. Like, you can never go back home. Mm. Like, feeling. You know what I mean? Like, or going back to your high school and the and the, and the the hallway seems so small. Yes. You know what I mean? I see this. Things like that. Like, like it's really leaning into it. Because it's like, yeah, you go to Melee Island and you feel like, oh my god, there are all these things there. But yeah, it's not the same. It's not as how you left it. It's, you know, they right. don't have... Uh, <laughs> they don't have... Uh, um, the same, you know, captains in charge at the right. You know, it was the loom guys. These there. old men, yeah. Like, who cares? The they're, guys all, they're not relevant yes. anymore. Ask me about loom. Uh, <laughs> um, but like, you know, there's there's all these things that are just it's just not the same. You know, voodoo ladies going out of business. You know, what I mean, like all the all, all sorts of things. It's like, it's just it's not the same. You know, Elaine's yeah. not the mayor, and and Carla's too busy to like really hang out with you you know there's lots, lots of things yeah and i th- i think you, you did a good job kind of like outlining all those different things how they're the direct correlations but at the same time again that capturing that idea of this is not the same time has yeah. passed and i appreciated it and like i thought it was interesting but as then you start getting into like the puzzling and like solving then the puzzles 
I I felt like I really struggled with them. Well, first of all, I'll say there is that hint system built in, which I thought was a, a curious decision where if you ever get stuck with something, oh. there is literally a book on there that kind of will then give you kind of growing hints. Well, they kind of point you in the right direction. Then they'll give you kind of a hint what you need to do with it. It will come out, but this is what you need to I do. I never used this. I didn't know how it worked. I've, I used it a few times when I was just, I got to the point where I'm like, I don't know what to do. I'm just like, mm. give me, give me just at least the direction. And in general, I find like overall, I like the character still. I like the mm. world. I love the humor. Mm. I can't tell if I've changed and the, like, I don't have the same patience I used to for like these type of point and click games or if just the general direction of the puzzles has changed the phrase that kept popping in my head was goalpost moving, especially for that opening part where it's like, okay, I understand what I need to do. And instead of how to achieve that kind of, it's just complicated and I have to like get pieces together. It, I felt like it could slay turns into, well, to do that, I have to do this. And to do that, I have to do this, do that, to do this. Just it's a case of point. One little thing I wrote down. So, um, if there's one point you have to, Oh, to get onto the ship, you need a mop, mm-hmm. right? So to get the mop, you need to go to the tree that has a specific wood for that mop. Well, to the get to the tree, tree. You, right? So, but to do that, you need to get a map. Well, how do you get the map? Well, to get a map, you need a piece of wood so you can create the map. So to get the map, uh, you need to or get the piece of wood. You need to distract the cook. Well, how you distract the cook? You need the recipe book to give to the, the cook. Well, how do you get the recipe book? You have to give. You have to get it from Carla. Well, Carla will just give it to you. So first you have to apologize. You have to write a message. Well, how do you write the message? You have to look at different things here. So it's like, here's the one thing I need to do. And instead of it just being complicated, I kept like, oh, there's these 15 steps I need to do, which I kind of clearly see it. And I felt Mm -hmm. more, I just felt more annoyed that I think, aha, I solved this puzzle. I mean, like, it depends on how you approach in the game. Because, Mm -hmm. like, if you're like me, where you have a tendency to pick up every item you can in every room. Like yeah, if you already I have a knife, too. you know what I mean? Yeah. Or like, you know, like, okay. Um, or maybe you've already encountered the fact that you couldn't pick up a book until you've apologized, you know, mm-hmm. so like, cause you've exhausted conversations and stuff like that. Like you already have these things so you, you, and you've already examined what the books are and realize, oh, I'm probably going to need to give this one to the chef. I feel like it's not going to feel like goalpost moving because you already have like elements of the puzzle that you just haven't been able to put them together yet. So you saw kind of almost as like, I just have to do this in this order as opposed yeah. to. Mm, okay. Yeah. So like, with you... it's, it's more annoying if you reach the end of the puzzle, like you're describing and then you have, and you keep getting, one step back to just to learn that there's another step back to go to get, you know, like the way you're yeah. describing it is, yeah, it's, it's not a good gaming experience. That's enough. What are we so you can guys? sequence break basically, but you kind of like, you just have to like see the pieces. It's, you know, cause like, I understand what Dave's saying. Like with, like with the book thing, it's like, okay, I understand, you know, there are things you could see, Oh, this needs a solution, mm-hmm. but you don't know necessarily know why you need yeah. to do it until the things start kind of interlocking. Yeah. Do you feel this is like a different approach than the older ones? Like I'm trying to think back to those things and I feel like it wasn't like that. Or like a lot of these like classic point and click games were more 
convoluted in terms of how you accomplish things as opposed to uh, the amount of things you need to accomplish, if that makes sense. For me, I, my my major experience with point-and-click games, hilariously, is on the Sega Genesis, I played the Scooby-Doo games. Oh, yeah, I remember Dude. those. All right. <laughs> I played, like, two of them, I think, and they were, like, really memorable for me, which is, mm. again, I love Scooby-Doo, but I'm like, why is this sticking out in my head? Um, and those games, I felt like they had some pretty complicated puzzles, and mm. I think the same thing happens. I think the format isn't really that changeable. Like what you're referring to, Mark, where like, you know, you can kind of see the end of the puzzle, but not know how you're going to get there and you have to backtrack. Um, that's to me how all of these work, you know, depending on how the area is literally laid out. Like what I'm experiencing right now with Monkey Island is that it keeps you on rails for a while where like you can't explore. It's like, oh, I can't go there. I'm not supposed to be there yet. And I'm like, oh, I just wanted to go to the right, but okay. <laughs> okay, especially um, when you're, um, what is the first island? I don't even forget what's it's Melee Island. Is it Melee? Melee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, like as you're slowly kind of like unlocking those areas. Okay, yeah, so and, maybe it was yeah. just me, but like I definitely felt more annoyed. I, I think towards as, as the puzzles kind of, as you got to like later sections, I think things, this was more kind of the beginning section, but Going back to the that idea of this is kind of an ode to that, I actually don't think I really saw it that way at first, really, until once you then got onto the boat, and mm-hmm. then as we get to like the second section, and then back to Monkey Island, it really started hitting me. It's like, oh, they're just kind of doing this. It's like a remix. It really is. Yeah, it's it's in a lot of ways, it's, it's kind of like Final Fantasy VII Remake, mm. where it's like... Um, we're going to give you back what you're expecting from this game, but we're going to do it differently because now granted it is a totally different scale. Cause one's like a triple a game, you right. know, but um, like it reminds me of like that kind of approach where like, we're going to give you what you're expecting from a monkey Island game, you know, especially if you're a fan of the original one or two, because those are the ones that Ron Gilbert worked on. Who, who's right. The, and this really, the... it feels like a direct, yeah, you know, one of after two. Um, what were I actually? I guess I'm the complaining one. Uh, I felt like Elaine and Murray, in particular, of two characters I really like, felt Murray a little bit. I think underused. Elaine felt very like flat, almost. Like I always remember her with a much more pizzazz than she has. Well, in this Elaine one. has a lot of pizzazz and curse in Monkey Island. Okay. Yes, that and, would agree. Um, but even like in the early ones, like she was, not that she's that strong in this one, but she seems almost, I don't want to say too nice. I don't, I, I feel like maybe that's a statement being made about the relationship that Elaine and Guybrush have at this point in time, where this is kind of like, Elaine seems like she's busy doing her adult stuff. Mm-hmm. And this is just yet another childish thing that Guybrush is doing. Right. And she's not going to say, don't do this, honey. But well, she's going to get the lines. But she's busy. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, you know, it's actually funny that you bring that up. I think because that also kind of contributes to the whole, like, tone of this game where, again, it feels like, I don't want to say, like, everyone's over what Guybrush is doing. Mm. But it feels like a much, a much more, like, mature... Like, there's, there's certain aspect of, like, the adventure of it. It really just almost feels... 
I don't even know how to describe how I'm saying. Not like half-hearted. Linear? But not linear. It almost feels like the stakes are purposely feel lower because this is the third time. Like it's almost self-aware that the, it's like, I'm just trying to put a new spin on this that already has a spin. And I think that kind of goes a little bit again with like the idea that he's ta- talking to Boybrush mm-hmm. about, let me try to like tell you a different version of the story, which actually, if we want to get to, I think what's the interesting thing about like is not to jump too far ahead, but mm. the ending mm. and where things kind of end up. Yeah. What was your initial take of the ending as then you get to, you finally, you know, actually, nah, let's just get to it. That's I think it. the most interesting thing about it. Can, Mark, can you please describe the ending to the listener first? So, that way... so after this kind of like open world part where you go to all these bunch of islands yeah. and you're getting these keys to finally unlock the safe to get to the secret of monkey Island. Yes. You're, you're the whole, so the, main mystery of the game is to actually find out the secret of monkey island because despite that being the title of the original game and you know second game is secret of monkey island latrex revenge and like that being a mainstay always there you never actually find it find out what the secret is and then the Mm -hmm. secret turns out to be like in a safe or something um, it can only be opened on Monkey Island. And there are all these weird stipulations, as yeah. you know, as they do for goalpost moving, like you were saying. Right. And um, um, you wind up opening the safe and finding out what the secret is. And what is it, Mark? Well, before even that, once you get to the part where you're about, like everything feels like okay, you're you're mm-hmm. getting towards LeChuck again, and there's yeah, be you think that there might even be a battle with LeChuck again? Yeah, like this thing it. Which is That's, kind of hinted again in this series. You're past. kind of racing towards You it. suddenly find yourself back on Melee Island. Everything has changed where it is a an amusement park. Yeah. Everything's flat. Everything's everything is like a museum esque experience. Yes. Like and, very um Disney World uh what is that? Small world. Where everything's yes. like uh flat and cutouts and you you're given the keys to turn everything off. Like before you leave for the night, because as yes. if you're the janitor there or something. Right, and and everyone's kind of aware of this. It's like, hey, it's over. Yeah. And you're able to open the chest, and yeah. the chest is a T-shirt that says, "I saw the secret of Monkey Island. All I got was this lousy T-shirt." Yeah. And so then it goes jumps ahead to back when you're with your son, and he's kind of annoyed. Yeah. And you could pick what you want for it to be, and there are actually like ten different things you could do. Where yeah, to say there. Yeah, like you you could say there, you could actually go back, back underground, and there's like choices you can make. There's like, and all that really changes is after you have the conversation with your son and the credits roll, there will be like a, a two to three second little thing, and that will change depending on, there's like 10 of them. There's a lot. I didn't know um, this. The, the tenor basically online was very negative about hmm. this ending. I feel kind of mixed about it. Um, I think it's one of those things where, like, you build something up so much that nothing's ever going to be satisfying. It's like it's like the yeah. ending of um, of Game of Thrones or Lost. You know what I mean? Like, you can't end it in a way that mm. everyone's going to be happy, right? Or, but or Lost, yes. One would make the argument that yeah. while you, there is, is the understanding out? that the the you know okay, this is not going to live up to expectations. It was almost I found it kind of gutsy that the game really doesn't have it like it just ends yeah. it's very anticlimactic 
Well, I, I think it's one of those things where they want the the secret type thing to always exist. And it's gutsy to say, we're finally going to tell you what the secret is. And But they don't really. There, like, but I don't think, nothing. because they're almost the argument's like, there isn't one. Yeah, there isn't one. But we all know this. <laughs> well, yeah, well, this secret is in itself just like, um... It's like that dumb thing that kids do where, like, oh, my God, he doesn't know. And, like, they shots just, they shots just, fired like, at kids. They just, like, pretend <laughs> to, like, have a secret that they're not t- not sharing with somebody else. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. It's, that's basically it. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, um, it's just a made-up thing to make the title sound better. And uh, we're just going with it. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah, and I, I, but you know, it, like on that level, like I, I feel like there's just such a tone mm. of, and this was kind of like going back yeah. to what I was trying to say before I couldn't find the words, but like such a self awareness of this game as a game. I think in general, the secret of Monkey Island is it's fun to play pirate. It's fun to play pirate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, because like in the sense, like it's it's about the journey. It's not about the success right which is that even yeah. one of the things you could say it's like yeah. well what is the secret it's like well the secret is the friends you made along the way yeah and i just i was just quite frankly like shocked that they went to the level it's like yeah we the the ending is never going to kind of meet any expectations because it can't so mm. we're not gonna even bother here's mm-hmm. the end. it's over well and it just i thought i thought it's just so like oh you just did that like yeah the game it. just kind of ends yeah it's it's really it's really lackluster but i didn't have a problem with it you know what I mean? Like, I didn't have a problem with like, it. I like the ode. Um, I was explaining this to Mark uh, before I, w- I even got that far into the game, and I was saying to oh, him, the like, theory of yeah, uh, like because like, there's always yeah. been this underlying um, theory about how real um, the aspects of Monkey Island even are, like mm-hmm. because you know even in the first game, like you were doing the pi- pirate trials, and like when you uh, beat the Swordmaster, you get a shirt that says, like, I beat the Swordmaster. Yeah. You get a sh- when you find the treasure, it says, I found the treasure on my la- like, like, you know what I mean? Like, there are these trials that you do, and the, the things that you get are, are t-shirts. Mm-hmm. You know? And then um, fast forward to uh, the ending of Monkey Island 2, and when you're back, it ends back on Melee Island again, you're fighting um... LeChuck, and I think it's back on Melee, at least. Like, when you get the secret of Big Whoop, or the treasure of Big Whoop, as it's referred to as, it it becomes, it's, it's an e-ticket. And an e-ticket, if you don't know what that is, is something that museums and or amusement parks uh, will sometimes sell or give out to allow you to play and uh, um, pass the normal hours of the park or museum. Mm-hmm. You know, so the that concept there is also that, hey, none of this is real. It's never been real. This is just how, you know, Guybrush has these fantasies of playing pirate, being, of playing pirate, and um, this is just another way to extend his playtime. You know, and I I understand this 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 thought yeah. process like before this game, like. I understand, like, I never felt like I bought into it, but I mm. must say, like, after this experience, and I really get into this, I think this whole messaging of, 
it is about playing pirate and it's not meant to be taken seriously and like what is real what is not it's like Mm -hmm. you really can't take it at that kind of value at least again from the first two games in this game like now i that told i totally buy it even more where it is it is just and to kind of put it to that like does it even matter yeah the moment that kind of hit me the most is, is that final thing where um his son goes off and uh, Elaine comes by and she tells him about like this other adventure he's like oh I'll be right there and there's just this moment where he sits on the bench and mm. it's quiet and he just has this look on his face like just fondly taking it in mm. and it made me think about just the series in general like this is a mm. long running series this yeah. is one of the first games I ever really really loved like god how, we're, we're just looking up the second one came out when 91 yeah, so like we were like nine, ten years old when we when we first played these. Like, this is just such a, a character who I have such a history with. And mm. now playing through this experience of this game mm. where I felt again kind of lackluster in a lot of mm. uh, part. I felt quite frankly like I didn't really dig the puzzles too much. Yeah. Um But at the same time, the experience of going through this playing pirate with him, with Guybrush, like it did hit me how like how much this this series does mean to me. Yeah, and, like I enjoyed well, the aspect of just sharing it with my kids. Like I played this game with my kids. Like they watched me play a lot of it. Mm-hmm. You know, then they were starting to play their own files and stuff like that. And I was just like, it's it's it was a nice like little like handoff and like I got to enjoy it like that. But um, it's I mean personally where I would rank it in the catalog, not high. I mean, not there's so much nostalgia not attached to this and Mm -hmm. it a lot of the enjoyment i'm sure comes from the nostalgia Mm -hmm. but for me it is like just to like i guess when you think of point and click games there's Mm -hmm. day of the tentacle which i played a lot of Mm -hmm. um and and like monkey island is like royalty in that yeah like this is like one of those those series and it's not in like it's just not even the the quality of the puzzles per se, but the writing and the personality that yeah. is just mm-hmm. this game is seeping with like good characters, yeah. good art, good places that, and, and it's just nice to see like, you know, when you go back to places in sequels and games, sometimes they don't keep the same layout, but melee Island is everything's where it was. looks different. Um, I don't remember much about, my first experience with that other game, but Melee Island, I'm like, oh yeah, this is the same place. <laughs> it's just yeah. different art. Um, mm-hmm. I will say that it looks like they, part of, I mean, I know there were more recent games in the series, but like, this one seems like a, almost like a realization. Like, I almost wonder if Ron Gilbert was like, we can finally make the game we had in our heads back mm-hmm. in the day. Like, we can See, finally, like, I, I don't al- think so. I, al- I almost feel like this is, like, from this, it's like, this is the game that, I feel like we want to make, but we don't have anything to say. Almost, I think and that's like I what it, it is to it say. Was, I think it was like, here's our ex- our chance to have closure on the series. You know, that's, I feel like I feel like it. he's, yeah. you know, Ron Gilbert's older now. I don't expect him to be making many more games, or at least, or any more Monkey Island games necessarily. But I think like he wanted to give it a, a last hurrah from his perspective. Like, cause mm-hmm. I don't think he's going to be like, no, everyone else don't make more monkey Island games or anything like that. Like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. other people have made monkey Island games. Um, There's also a lot know, of Curse drama. Of monkey Island, uh, escape from monkey Island and the tales of monkey Island games. 
you know, all had their own time. I mean, Escape from is by far the worst. By far is that the, the worst. fourth one. That's the fourth one. Yeah. You know, um, like I, all the rest I would have in like pretty high up esteem, um, but like you know, there's a lot of lessons learned, um, and they can, I think they tackle and kind of resolve ish from their experience making the second one. Cause I think that mm-hmm. make for them making the second one was like, um, it's like, a, we, it's like, we, a, what do we do it, for the first? What do we do <laughs> from the first one? It was like, uh, it's like, it's like when you see, um, a band struggle with their sophomore, like album, mm-hmm. you know, like, well, we've been working on these songs and performing them and mastering them. And now we finally got picked up and now we have to make a second album. You know, yeah, exactly. We got out there with it, and and that's that's also like why I think the way it ended, knowing that I didn't actually finish it yet, um, Mm. sort of tracks like you're. I don't want like uh, this is a weird comparison, but like people don't consider the Star Wars sequels seven, eight, and nine like canonical. They, they, suck. they will say things like, oh, m- ruins the whole series and you know, all that. I'm not going to get into whether or not I feel the same way. It's just, um, I do I think they're a little more forgettable. Um, I, they wrote it for me. But and I think the thing that about that, when you think of this, like this is like that kind of follow up where it's like, okay, do we, do we bring the series to a new height and, and, you know, or even make, try to, which it honestly, it, it I don't think it tries to. Like they, I think, I think they even tried to, which no. I almost appreciate. And that's yeah, the thing. Like, they, 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 they knew what they had. They gave you what you wanted. Maybe the ending will leave you scratching your head. I think they made another Monkey Island game, and I right. appreciate it. And at the mm-hmm. same time, they they gave a nod to everything that happened in the past. Yeah. They loved it enough to let it be what it is. And loved it enough to let it be what it is. Yeah. yeah. And instead it's of trying to make it grow I th- out I think of itself. Re- I think it was a yeah. really mature um choice that they made mm-hmm. like with, with the way with the directions they went with things to let you have fun and not overdo yeah, it without yeah without trying to blow it up and try mm-hmm. and say something new or risk um you know delivering a game that you know is so different that it kind of besmirches what they've done in the past mm. you know i think that they they maintain legacy while also show um the growth that they've had as a team and how weird it is that they're you know that they were part of this and they're part of this with us because they're also fans of it you know right right well on that point we'll start kind of wrapping this up yeah uh open critic score 87 very high Mm mm-hmm um for me that feels a little high it's high that i think where i would give it um i mean i wouldn't again, like, i wouldn't i wouldn't oh. put it in the 70s but i would probably put it more towards like 82 yeah like i i think honestly like again like i think the section i i, I enjoyed actually the most mm. was the when it got open once you got posted yeah, like the, when you're once you were done the, with monkey trying island to get the keys uh, is, is is where yeah so now you're hopping to different islands yeah. and the that's so much more which is a lot like um um, Monkey Island 2. I know you didn't really play that one, Mark. But in Monkey I Island... I did. I don't remember it as In much. Monkey Island 2, like, you know, you're trying to get the treasure of Big Whoop, but the first thing you're doing is, like, I think it's... You're on one island. I think it's Fat Island. Uh, I, I, I could be wrong. I don't remember. 
Um, but you're on one island and there are some puzzles to solve there, kind of like how you are on Melee. But then, mm. after that, the big thing that you're trying to do is get all the map pieces together in mm. order for you to get um, to the treasure of Big Wolf. And when you're trying to do all the map pieces, you have to go to a, you know, a variety of islands to solve different puzzles there to get all the pieces. Mm. So that... So getting the keys on different islands, you know, felt a lot to me like getting the map pieces. Okay, so even that was a note. But like yeah. I felt in terms of the puzzling, like I felt less goalposty, mm -hmm. and I felt like that was one like I'm really just searching everywhere for items, and then I'm just able to kind of put them around. So like, yeah, I got by that point, I felt a little less frustrated by things. Um, but overall, like I think uh, on Dave's suggestion, I played what was the game? Unavowed, avowed. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that was a that was a potential pod game that we. Yeah, like that was a point and click game, and that was I think segmented very well. Like puzzles, I really liked, and I liked the like the choices you had to make yeah. with those. So like I feel, and I'm trying to figure out like is it really me and, and just what I look in point and click no, clicks that's think, changed think over the years. I think no, it's I think just, it's just this wasn't a great this one, one. <laughs> specifically. But at the same time, I cannot underestimate or, or underappreciate. Guybrush Threepwood as a character and how long I've played games with him in it. Yeah. And this game was a reminder and I think it really did a really last lasting note for me just on what a great character he is. And I really will yeah. always be very fond of this series of games. And, you know, like I'm gl it, glad that they're not trying to blow it up or to make it into this whole big yeah. thing. Like it was just a very nice ode to what the game, what the series is. Yeah. Um, what, what about, what about you, Dave? No, I think that's, we've said everything I would want to say about it. I liked the uh, mini game with the, um, with the, the angler crew, whatever they call themselves. Oh, where you have to like tell the story yeah, where you have to learn how to tell like chum. Hey there tales. chum. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. I like that too. Yeah. That, that kind of like takes the place of like the, the um, uh, insult sword fighting for this. Yes, game. you could see the DNA of there. And that's yeah. just true. When, when, when you're on the boat, and it's just a little side note. But then you have that moment, and then Lechuk like he breaks the rules. Like, what are you doing? That's yeah. how this works. Um, mm -hmm. but so we will close the book. Mm -hmm. Return to Monkey Island. We won't return probably, but good night, sweet prince. We yeah. appreciate. It's you. not dying. If anything, dying. this this game will bring newcomers to the old ones because hopefully. You know, Mm -hmm. PC game, Dynasty. and sadly again, I think I'll personally say it: Curse of Monkey Island, not made by Ron Gilbert, probably the best one. It's, it is the best. Person. One. I, I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but what is not the best one? No, this might be a decent one. Uh, the Trivial Tastemaker. Putting down my own tastemaker before mm. it starts. Boom, yes, boom, sir, boom. Sir. It's the Trivial Tastemaker. Tastemaker. Um, so Kurt scoreboard, Dave one, Mark one, Dan Zilch. So, yeah. so this one's in, Dan's got it in the bag. Well, well, I mean, say. I'm going to be desperate about it. Let's see. <laughs> and so under our new format, we don't do seasons, but we're just doing a, a year long competition. It's so intense. So we'll see where we are shake out after 12, 12 months. And I wanted to, to up the ante a little bit. So to, at the end of the year, the winner of whoever has the most points will be awarded the silver monkey. Is this, this, is this the thing you've been sitting on? Is this the, uh, uh audio listeners? I am holding on to the camera an actual 
3D printed you... silver monkey that comes apart. You could actually take yeah, it apart. Yeah, does it have a little Russian stick? monkey doll? Like, it's got like several pieces in yeah, it. Yeah, the base, the it, legs, and they're gonna like. Oh my god! It. There he is. This so, is a physical uh, gift. This is a physical Win thing. So the reward. winner Sorry, will be able to hold this, still. and we'll get a little, little little thing on the side that says "Trivial Tastemaker Champion" or something. Where does it live? Right now, it lives with me because I bought it. So oh who, the God. winner after the year will get it and be able to adorn it on their Ten, of this. Not tonight. Oh, of the year. Oh. So whoever ends up, you got a lot of time. <laughs> this is with me at least until next summer. Um, but for you guys tonight, and I did this last time. Did you order we're that? We're doing it again because we did a point-click game. We're going back to one we did before. Oh, this point-click like logic. The point-and-click logic where you, you give us multiple choice, like how you, yes. how you solve the thing, and it's something ridiculous. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, uh, Lister, if you were newer to or haven't played point-and-click a lot of games, the logic sometimes a little dubious. Sometimes to solve a problem, you have to do absolutely ridiculous things that don't make any sense when you just mm -hmm. say them out loud. So we will test our knowledge to see which of these were true. So I'm going to present to Dan and Dave. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven games mm -hmm. and puzzles from those games. And I will lead them three scenarios on how to solve those puzzles. Only one of them is actually true. I like it, to the, your, how you get like to stretch your creative muscles and come up with other I ways try to, to solve this. Well, sometimes it's hard Always to find. Always fun <laughs> to have a red uh, herring style game. Give it old red mm -hmm. herring. Now, I... Two for lies the, and a truth. The, <laughs> two lies and a truth. To make sure... To, I picked like interesting things. I did stretch the definition a little bit. So not all of these are not necessarily point and clicks, okay. but they are adventure games. Okay. Mm. Um, so just for just for transparency. Thanks for the fairness. No problem. All right. So the first one is from the game Discworld. I don't know if anyone's played this. So this is actually a very famous puzzle. The puzzle is how to get a gold belt buckle from a fishmonger. You need this gold belt buckle. So how do you do it? Do you A... Spray the fishmonger with a heat ray so his pants shrink and he has to take off his belt, leaving it on his bed. Two, you put an octopus in a toilet and poison the fishmonger so that when he goes to poop, the octopus will grab it. Or three, you forge a love letter to the fishmongerina so he goes on a date with her, changing his clothes before he goes to the restaurant. How does one get this golden belt buckle? I wanna, I'm going to go with C because I like my The love letter. I like fishmongerina. I'm going to say B. The octopus. It spoke to me. Dan is correct. To get this golden belt buckle, you put an octopus in a toilet. And then when he goes to poop, or you poison him, and he goes to poop, and the thing grabs it off. Really quick, Googling is, is, is still allowed, right? No, it is oh. not, Dan. All right, well, then I'll, I'll have to. <laughs> yeah, Google, I'm watching. I know, fingers. I'm sitting here with my hands in my pockets. They even stopped playing Monkey Island. Well, all right, so Dan got one. Number two. Yeah. I don't think either. I don't think you haven't played the dig, right, Dave? I played a little bit of the dig. You probably didn't get. To I didn't get very far. All right, I remember so this is really farther on puzzle. Mark loved the dig. This, is, this was his jam point and click back then, Dan. So there's a puzzle in the dig about how to defeat an alien sea monster to get an underwater item. You want this item, but there's this giant sea creature blocking it. Yeah, I didn't get this far. You did. This is a little bit further on. Um, do you A, do you destroy the dam so the lake drains, flushing the sea monster out? Do you B, reassemble a crystal crown that turns you invisible so you can swim down to get it? Or C, do you reassemble the bones of an alien turtle 
resurrect it with a life stone, but not before slipping a bomb inside of him so when the sea monster eats him, he blows up. How does one get this item? This is more of a, which one did Mark come up with? Mm. Well, Mark came up with two of them. Question is, which ones did I come up with? What was the first one again? Sea monsters hiding something. Can't get past them. He's blocking them. Can't get past them. I remember remember the second one being you're invisible due to some sort of crown, right? Yes. What was the first one? Oh, you drain the dam. You drain drain the dam dam. and get the... Gotta get that all that water out. Yeah. I'm gonna go with the turtle bomb. Turtle bomb. Turtle bomb scenario. You drain the dam. Dave is correct. It is That's correct. ridiculous. The, the dam just sounded too simple compared to the other two. That's <laughs> it's like how can I get rid of this water? <laughs> ridiculous. It is pretty ridiculous. Because it probably it's probably a big thing if you forget to bomb the turtle. Well, to get the to resurrect the turtle, you have to also the thing that's annoying about this puzzle. You have to assemble the bones of the turtle mm-hmm. back in the proper order. Yeah. But it's a freaking alien turtle. You don't know what what is what, <sighs> so you're just kind of like guessing. It's a whole thing. Um, next one, I love this one. This one's great. This is from the Metal Gear Two. Okay. Pre pre solid Metal Gear Two. Okay. I don't know what the, I forget oh. what that one's called. It's called uh, Zanzibar Island. Zanz- no, it's called Salt <laughs> Snake. Is it called Salt Snake? Yeah. Yeah. Have you Salt played State. it, Dan? No. Okay. This uh, is old. You're this lucky, is though, because like, I want to. Well, you'll know what to do with this puzzle then once you hear the answer. You might know there's the answer this, anyway. At one point, there's a laser fence. Okay. And you got to get past the laser fence. Oh, of course. How do and... you do that? Do you, A, since the fence is deactivated at night, you steal an owl egg from the lab let it hatch and hold it near the guard so when it hoots, he thinks it's nighttime and will disable the fence. Mark. Do you B, sneak into the barracks and swap the canteen with alcohol so the guard gets drunk and passes out on the control panel to disabling the fence? Or C, do you steal the Swahili language book and learn phrases uh, inside to use the radio to then trick the guard into disabling it? See, the last one's the most Metal Gear of the three. The second metal, one being this is metal gear the second most metal gear of the three mm. the third one mark magro <laughs> yeah I, i'm gonna go with this owl egg bs going with the owl egg. all right yeah. uh, i'm gonna do the swahili one swahili one dave is correct I this quit Metal Gear. This <laughs> is kojima at his finest kojima wrote you that? get an owl egg and you raise it so that it hoots, and the guy doesn't look at the sky. He thinks, <laughs> I hear an oh, owl. It must be getting night. to be nighttime. <laughs> Kojima, at his finest, do it. I am stunned. It is stunning. All right, next one. Okay. King's Quest Five. The puzzle, how do you power the machine that transfers power from the bad guy's wand to your wand? Do I A... Dress up in a knight's armor and touch both ends of the connectors using myself as a hu- hu- uh, human conduit. Do I B, throw some moldy cheese in there for some reason? <laughs> or C, use the spell of divisible ink to see the hidden writing in the manual, giving you the correct combination of levers on the machine to pull? You killed Dave with that second one. I mean, it's a delivery, I can tell you. Because that's <laughs> funny delivery for some reason. For um, some reason. 
You have to transfer wands from one to the other. Power from one wand to the other wand using this machine. I'm going with the cheese. The cheese. For some reason. Dave's thinking. He's pulling at the beat. King's Quest, I would argue, is similar in tone to Monkey Island. It's got its moments from everything I've I seen. I think it's pretty lighthearted, but it doesn't... It's got some ridiculous things going It's on. in the world that it's in. It's not like a... You know... You need to shift the power from one wand to another, using the machine. So it's how to use the machine. Got, we got the cheese. We got the knight's armor. Using yourself as a human conduit, <clears throat> or we're using the DV, D invisible ink spell to see the instructions on how to use it. I'm gonna go with the D invisible ink spell. Then Dan is correct. Yeah, I had that's, a feeling it might have been the multi. That's why this puzzle is famous because it really doesn't make any sense why yeah, you use cheese. I, you know, <laughs> I played, uh, I played. I don't think I played King's Quest Five. So you're. Did you play the one with the uh, the Yeti and you got to hit him with the pie? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I guess four. <laughs> that was another. Puzzle I think I played think. one through three and seven. Mm. Well, one might be coming up later. So okay. we'll see. I don't mean I, it's been a long time. Well, the puzzle in it is... Actually, I'll jump down to that one. I'll just go to it's been it now. a long time. King's Quest, the first one. So this one is like... Um, it's basically... It's like old, old school. thing where you don't see anything. It's just mm -hmm. like... It's a text-based adventure, would text you say? Text-based adventure. That's <laughs> what I was searching for. So there's this thing where you have to guess the name of a gnome. Mm -hmm. What is the name of the gnome? How do you solve this puzzle? Do you A... Use the rope and anchor to get into the tower. Put on the loose bag on your head and begin to put wheat on a spindle till the princess arrives, calling you by the name of the gnome. Which is the take on, obviously. Second, do you distract the gnome with a puppet show and use the pull command on the gnome, giving him a wedgie to see the name printed on his underwear? <laughs> or C, do you use the note in the witch's house saying, think backwards... And type in Rumpelstiltskin, not backward, but by using the backwards alphabet where A equals Z, B equals Y, etc. Giving you... Bless you. I'm going to go with that third one. I'm going with the underwear yeah. one. Underwear one. Dave is correct. Damn. And this one is a famous one for being terrible. Because literally, his name turns into I F N K O V H G R O G P R M because that is Rumpelstiltskin. That is a backwards alphabet. joke if I ever heard one. Because that terrible. does not translate to other people. Well, because everyone was always complaining. That's everyone. You know his name is Rumpelstiltskin, so everyone just types in Rumpelstiltskin backwards. But that's not how you solve it. You got to backwards all the letters. Obviously, mm. point click logic. All right, we are. Dave is up by one. Yeah, he is. I was trying to catch. We got up two left. Mm -hmm. Not good. This is so basically. Next. I have to get this one. Wayne's World, the point-and-click adventure game. They made I, a game. Apparently, are you kidding? This is Scooby-Doo. Well, Scooby-Doo makes more sense. Yeah, Wayne's World. I don't know about Wayne's World. Wayne's World, I would have expected to be like Beavis and Butthead, where it's like a. Uh, it great seems game, like a way. little bit more. A Beavis you know and what? Game? There was a game. Beavis and Butthead point-and-click adventure. I love, love that, that game. game. It was a great game. game. <laughs> Um, so in this Wayne's World game, you have to trap a mouse in an office. Mouse is running around in the office. You need to get him. How do you do it? Do you A, grease the wheels on the cart down the hallway to bring the TV into the room, and you turn the channel on airing Sleepy Time with Steve, and it causes the mouse to fall asleep? Do you B, 
Note that Garth comments that the deodorant smells like blue cheese dressing and apply it to an empty box. And once the mouse enters it, close the box. Or do you see, create an elaborate mousetrap containing a biker's chain, drumstick, toy castle, and a slice of pizza. How do you catch this mouse? One. I'm going to go with uh, the blue cheese deodorant. Blue cheese deodorant. I am too. It smells like blue cheese. You're both wrong. I made that one up. You actually have to create a mousetrap with a giant really? castle. Really? It's the one with the pizza? You have to. This, so is, this, pre, is, how this is pre-pizza rat. I was surprised. I mean, pizza <laughs> rat got ideas from this game. So there's a giant castle for some reason. Okay. She came down you have to in a open bubble. the gate. Yeah. You have to put the pizza inside it. Take a drumstick and then attach the drumstick with a bike chain. And then like you're holding the other end of the bike chain. So when he goes in, you pull it. Basically, hmm. I came down in a bubble, sure. Doug. All right. Your sister was a witch. Now, I realize now I'm a little worried about this one because I think Dave has now played this one, but maybe he forgets this puzzle, but we'll find out. What? This is from this is from Monkey Island 2. The shenanigans? Oh. That... Hmm. I'm sorry. I didn't know if he played it when I made it. I did it's play Dave. it. It's Dave. So if you want to get let him pick first, then let you can find his Let me pick first. That's okay. <laughs> How about this? If Dan Dan like, gets have it, that game. It's been a long time since I played that game, too. I know. That was what I was hoping. I was like, well, how, how long is it? Maybe we could, if Dan gets it, he gets two points. No. And you get a, you get one, mm-hmm. and that will give us a tie. I'm not at a disadvantage because of Dave's advantage. All right. What you'll say? Wait. So there is a Wait, puzzle. that's not yeah. how advantages work. <laughs> Dave being at an advantage does put me at a disadvantage. At a disadvantage. It's fine. This is just one right. trivial I'm sorry. I'm one. upset. <laughs> all right well upset. in this monkey island too you, there's a part where there's a waterfall and you have to turn the waterfall off mm-hmm. how do you do this bring your do car you, a, to the car wash right do you make that giant hippo roll over and fall asleep with the mandolin letting the body block the water do you b hypnotize a monkey putting a banana in a metronome then using him as a literal monkey wrench to change the water valve or do you c Pour, or rather, you swap the decaffeinated coffee with the caffeinated coffee, allow the zookeeper to feed it to the beavers, making them hyperactive and cut down a tree, which then blocks the water to the waterfall. I mean, they all sound like Monkey Island. They're all rather monkey-ish. Well, one of them actually has an actual monkey. Right. It doesn't get more Monkey Island than it's the monkey, monkey on an island. That's pretty monkey. I'm going to say that one. The monkey wrench. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think it's that one. It is that one. You're both correct. Boom. You have to make him into a monkey wrench. Yeah. It's I remember like using the monkey wrench. Little I thought you were going to use something about the... the uh, There's this weird sequence in Monkey Island 2 where you're visited by your parents and they're skeletons and they do this whole, like, your hip bones connected to your knee bone <gasps> thing. I do remember that and vaguely. I was like, I'm like, I don't remember what that's about. I don't remember why, why that happening. happens, and I don't remember if it's really supposed to be your parents. I just remember it being really weird and trippy. Very trippy. You know? But not as trippy as using hypnotizing a monkey with a banana yeah. and a metronome. To use it as Point, an click logic. Game. All right. Well, that's after seven. Dave, congratulations. Dave's oh, got three points. Dave, and I would say it. that that was fine. Yeah. Because I lost it elsewhere in the game, you know what I mean? Yeah. I guess that's true. That owl. Also, you didn't get it wrong. You also, you didn't get it wrong. I wouldn't have contested it if I did. By the way, so you didn't know. 
Well, I'm glad we all feel good it about was a wash anyway. Time, that, that, that yeah, particular next time there's a tastemaker, I'm, I'm probably going to add Pokemon. Pokemans? Yeah. That's, that's hey, fine. as of this recording, next week, Pokemon is coming out. I, well, I will say, quick thing about Pokemon. So, now has this friend who's sick, so she got him a little present. Oh, he got his tonsils out. He was outside. Okay. That's what he gave her? So His tonsils? Uh, that's what she gave him. And he came over with his mom and left a, thing, a little thing for her. He left her a Pokemon card. Which one? And I asked, what Pokemon card? Mm. And Molly said, a mole one. And I immediately said, Diglett? And it was Diglett. Did so, you uh just saying did you from see? the description mole one Diglett's I knew dope. it. Diglett's got so. lots of uh variations. He's just like a he's just like a little molehill. The you best is the I just it was a game grooms that he revealed that I think it was that concept to me. That like people because you only ever see Diglett's head sticking out of the yeah. ground. But, like, people will do, like, fan art of what Diglett is under the ground. And he's just, like, a big, muscly man. It's like, <laughs> that's just his head. And also people... And, like, Doug Trio could therefore be, like, three muscly men holding each other. Was it, was it you who said that, what if that's his mouth instead of his nose? Oh, yeah, the red thing. Just... This with me. Every time I look at Diglett, I'm like, ah! I'm like, no! No, it's the nose. Like, no! <laughs> Yeah. Uh, the new one's looking fun. No, Let's it see. has to be his nose because they gave him a mustache later. I know. <laughs> <laughs> what if they don't know it's a though? We'll give him a mustache. Crazy Pokemon. You want a team with Diglets? You're going to win. Uh, well, Earthquake. Well, we're not going to team with Diglett because we're going to go to bed because this is the end of the Dinosaur Machine Skin Club podcast. And the end of our day because we go to sleep. Ooh-woo. Oh, whoa. Let's go to bed. But before that, let's boot up the machine for the next time you're tuning in, listener. Oh, it's Tunic. Here's what gets me about Tunic. Where's the first game? What? Eunuch? Thank you. What is this? Three Nick next time? Like, come on, Marcus. Stretch. 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 You took the airhead and you were like that. Dave got there. Immediately after I asked him to get there, he was like, yeah. Tunic. Right. Sorry your brain doesn't work like our broken I, ones. Well, <laughs> the, never mind. It's like, it's not a W. It's not like tune. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> but that's for next time, listener. In the meantime, thanks What's for tuning What's Tunic? In. Don't we have to talk about what it is? It's a little Fox guy game. Fox Zelda, probably not either one Fox of those. Zelda. Yeah, and Fox some Zelda. of us already have very diverse, of, uh, diverse uh, hey. of opinions about it. And we're looking it's, it's changing a month. We'll see. But that yeah. will be for December. Until then, December. listener, if you want to connect with us, check us out on Twitter before Elon Musk shuts it down. Oh, God, you brought that up. Machines. You should have waited. You shouldn't have <laughs> done that. Zombie <laughs> underscore pirate. All right, I can say bye. I'm at Mac or Craig. And I'm at Dan Mac. And we'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye.